I'd like to thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house tonight. God's been good to us and give us another day and let us come back to his house to worship again tonight. It's good to see everybody. And uh, I certainly thank the Lord for everybody's children, especially our visitors. Glad to have our visitors tonight. And uh, I want to read a scripture. I mentioned it this morning uh, in my preaching, but I feel like reading it tonight. It's in the uh, book of Romans chapter 13 and two verses, actually 11 and 12. And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. And so let's all stand, if we would, just a minute. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace. And God, you're so good to us and bless us in so many ways and do so much for us. God, we praise you and we thank you for all that you are to us, for your grace and mercy, for salvation uh, through the blood of the Lamb. God, we pray for service tonight. You just bless us to have a Holy Ghost meeting. Why don't we worship you in spirit and in truth, God. And we pray that you'd speak uh, powerful to people's hearts that are spiritually in need. God, help us to be in the center of your will. We ask it in Jesus' name, and amen. amen. You be seated and uh, just uh, really pray, and we turn over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page 20.
Page six. Page six.
page 
say it's uh, good to be in the Lord's house this evening. Uh, thankful for them songs. Uh, we just asked everybody to stand to their feet. Anybody got a, a prayer request unspoken? Remember all them. Anybody would have spoken this evening? Let's pray for the service tonight. Pray for whoever preaches. And thank God for all these visitors, and especially these visiting preachers. And of course, we got a lot of sick folks. And let's remember all them. Remember that. Anyone else? For, for that. Glad to know where we're going. Anyone else before we go to the Lord in prayer? If not, we'll ask Uncle Carl to lead us.
ask at this time if anybody's got a song or testimony on your heart. Don't take it home with you. I ain't got a whole lot on my heart, but I always say God's been good to me. And uh, just pray for them as they come. Good to be here, and uh, this thought on my mind is not a new thought. I've actually shared it before, but it's bubbled up inside of me again, so I, I'm going to share it again. I've uh, been thinking about that, that thief on the cross, uh, and it's just uh, so amazing to me that somebody as unworthy as I am gets to go to heaven. You all know, because you live with me, there's nothing good about me. Neil's grinning at me over here. I pick on him all the time. But me and him grew up together, and he knows how ornery that I was, because uh, most of my orneriness I learned from him. But you all know that there's nothing good about me. But I get so excited thinking about that thief on the cross. And if that, I don't think that conversation actually happened, but if it, if it had happened, the conversation could have went like, well, how did you get here? Did, did you get baptized? Did you go to Sunday school? Did you give tithe to the church? Did you go to some classes and, and learn a lot about it? Did you do something great for the widows in your community? And that fellow said, no, I didn't. Well, how did you get here? The only thing I know is that man on the middle cross said I could go. And boy, that's where I'm at. Because my righteousness, filthy rags. But that man on the middle cross said I could go. So you pray for us. I can't sing this song without thinking about Brother Denny. He enjoyed this song so much. I'm a royal descendant. I can tell you I'm nothing and I would be telling the truth. I can say I am worthless a hopeless sinner, that's true. But that's just part of my story. I haven't told everything. For I was washed, reborn, and raised a child of the For 
Appreciate that song, opening up, the choir singing, <clears throat> everything's been done. I, I appreciate uh, Brother Levi being back tonight. He uh, preached at uh, Muncie this morning where Brother Lee DeWitt's a pastor. And uh, so appreciate him doing that. That blessed my heart. I'm glad to hear about that. I'm glad he's back tonight. Appreciate him opening up service. Good crowd tonight. We thank God for every person that's here. And uh, for all we failed already and all that's been done. Now, I will ask one more time, just in case. Somebody else got a song <laughs> on your heart, you're welcome. <clears throat> if not, I want to say again <clears throat> how much I thank the Lord for these preaching brothers that are here. They, they're all dear to me and uh, a lot of help to me. And uh, I just, uh, I can't say how much I appreciate all of them. And... Uh, I would just open it up right initially. If one of you fellows got something stirring on your heart, you're welcome to just come on. And uh, and I've been glad if somebody come, but I didn't expect anybody an invitation like that. I've sat in this spot before, 
and uh, be a bunch of preachers. And I said, well, come on, everybody's worried about getting in front of the other fellow. And, uh, but I, I did it like that for a couple of reasons. I want, them, I want all you preachers to know that you're welcome. And I appreciate every one of you. Uh, but having said that and done that, uh, I'm going to go this direction. Uh, Donnie, you're the one that's on my mind, so come on. Let's pray for Donnie. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> Let me give you a hug, buddy. Say we're thankful to be here. We love Sunday nights, especially when we don't have to work Monday. <laughs> I always enjoy it a lot better that way. But uh, I desire your prayers. Just have a thought. and <clears throat> You pray for me. I, I'll read from uh, the book of Luke, chapter uh, 16. Very, very familiar scripture. You all know the story. Uh, two men, uh, Lazarus and the rich man, and the rich man died and left his eyes in hell, and Lazarus was carried away to Abraham's bosom. Um, I'm just going to start reading. I'll just start reading at 22. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and he was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, having mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in his flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise, Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And here's the part I, where my heart is. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would from hence. And that's where I'm going to stop reading at. We desire your prayers. So they had a conversation, and he says, besides all this, there's nothing you can do. I'll use my own words there. Besides this, there's, there's nothing we can do for you. You had the opportunity in your lifetime to get where you needed to get. And I thought about, I've been thinking about things that end in death lately. And I'm just going to tell you one. One thing that's going to end in death is free will. And there's going to be two groups. One is not going to need it, and one's going to desire to have it again. One's going to desire to have. What a great gift God gave us when he gave us free will. That when the gospel takes its free course and goes to the hearts of people, that we can freely choose to believe upon him. And the scripture says, I love how God has set it up. He set it up perfect. God's never had to modify, justify, or tweak anything. He set it up perfect. He said, no man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. Wow, I used to wonder, and I preached a little bit of this continentally, I used to wonder why that last part was there. It didn't seem quite fitting. 
I know how I got to him. I know who's got me, and I know who's coming back to get me. He's coming back to get to those that were drawn and believed by faith. The only way to come to Jesus is to be drawn by the Father. And he gives the connection here. He says, uh, no man can come to me except the Father which draw me, which has sent me. He wants you to see the connection, the bridge, the gap. And when I was a 10-year-old boy, I had free will. Uh, I didn't have anything in my way that could stop me from getting to him. Uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. The bridge was open. The bridge was open. The gap was set. I, I crossed over on Jesus. I crossed over on Jesus. He stood in the gap for me that I could go to heaven. And when I die, I'm going to heaven. I'm glad I'm going to heaven. And, uh, you know, uh, I've said this before, you know, uh, we sing songs about angels and sing, uh, about taking flight. I'm going to take flight after a while. And I don't know what the lost people is going to do. I don't know if I'm going to have wings or not. I don't know. I don't know all about that. But you don't need wings to fall. And how great is that fall if you don't come to Jesus? And I, I thought about free will. He was telling him, besides all this, now there's nothing we can do. You had the opportunity. You fared sumptuously every day in your life. And you could have made the crossing while you was alive. But now he risked his life. He lifted his eyes in hell being in torment. And he wanted his, uh, him to cool, dip his finger in water to cool his tongue. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, the scripture says. He met his no while he was alive. He died in his no. The Bible says make your yay, yay, and your nay, nay. He, he took the wrong choice, folks. I'm glad that when I was a 10-year-old boy, I took the right choice. I had free will, free course to accept the gospel when it come to me. It's not different from any man. There's people that preach that you can get to Jesus anyway. But Jesus himself, there was only one exception, wasn't there? No man can come to me except. That's the only way to get to him is when he calls you in spirit. Uh, we, we got a lot of raised believers. And I preached this lately. I guess I'm going to preach again. There's a lot of raised believers and not born again believers. There's a difference, folks. In this world, how did we all get here? We were born here. We all have a mother. We got in this place called earth because we were born there. You're going to heaven. The only way you're going to heaven is if you're born into it. It's the same. The same that's in heaven is on earth. We were born in earth. And the way to go to heaven is to be born into it. Nicodemus, he came to him by night. He was the ruler of the Jews. He knew the law. And he, go, he went to Jesus by night. He, I believe he was tore up at the message he may have heard already. And he went to him tonight. Maybe he didn't want to be seen by him. But he, here's the way I look at Nicodemus. He was a raised believer. He thought he was in the right thing. He thought he knew, had been taught. But when he come to Jesus and asked him this question, Jesus said plainly, Nicodemus, here's the exception. Except ye be born again, you'll not see the kingdom of God. There's a, those are big exceptions. Except you be born again. You'll not see it. And you can't be born again except the Father which in heaven draws you to Jesus. Those are the exceptions. We all got it the same way. We all get it the same way. And Nicodemus, he was, you know what? This is a silly example. It's the only way I know to explain it, Blaine. Has, any, has anybody ever been raised that wasn't born first? 
It's impossible. You must be born before you're raised. There's people that are living for Jesus that were never born. You, you just can't be, you can't learn it from mom and dad. You can't say I'm a Christian because mom and dad taught me. I've always been in this. You can't believe it that way. You got to be born again to believe it the right way. That's what Jesus taught. That's what Jesus taught. You can't, you can't, I don't think anybody in their right mind would disagree with me. You can't be raised until you're born. But we got raised Christians all over this land. And if you ask them about their experience, they'll say, huh, what? You ask them about the Spirit, they'll say, huh, what? I tell you what, I know when I got it, the night I got it, and I still got it. And He's coming to raise me up at the last day. He's coming for His children. Put trust in Him and faith in Him. He's coming to get us. And I, and I believe... With all my heart, he's going to come and the dead in Christ, just like the scripture says, the dead in Christ will rise first. I don't know all about that, but I tell you what it tells me, he's coming for us. Yeah. We are going to rise first. And so shall we ever be with him in the air. Comfort yourself with these words. I have a great comfort, and I'm glad that the bridge isn't out for you tonight. If you're here in loss, the bridge is wide open. But if you die in that condition, the bridge is out and there's no hope for you. It's better to be a living dog than a dead lion. That's the greatest and least in the animal kingdom. You don't have no more voice when you go to the grave. And you don't have no more choice. It's better to be a living dog than a dead lion. Sure enough is the world. It's better to be saved than to die lost. You'll lose your voice. You'll lose your free will. You'll lose your choice. I'm preaching to you tonight that you're about to lose your free will at death. Right now you have time and opportunity. How many times has God called unto you? How much time has the church prayed for you and made for you? Listen, can you imagine being in a place where there's no free will, there's no hope to get out of there. People are freely doing and living the way they want to in this world, a sinful life without Jesus, rejecting Jesus. It's going to come to an end, and they're going to seek Jesus the more. They're going to want him to dip his finger in water to cool his tongue, and it will never, ever, ever come. When I was a 10-year-old boy, that stuck in my heart. The preacher might not have preached that message, but I tell you what, you can hear a message of great love and the words hell never mentioned, but God, when he shows you that you're separated, hell burns within you. You know where you're going. God showed me where I was going. I want to beg to you tonight, you got free will, you got life and breath, you got another day to choose him. You got another day to choose him. I can't... Terry, when he was told that, there's a great gulf fixed between we can't get to you now. That's the message. We can't get to you now. Listen, the church, she can get to you now. But after a while, she can because the old ship of Zion won't sail those waters. She sails these waters calling out to whosoever will. It's to whosoever will. Make good deed on your free will and waste it not. Make good deed on it. 
Let's stand and get a song. I think it's enough preaching. It just, it just stabbed me in the heart when I read that. Besides all this, besides, all, besides the conversation, besides the talk, there's nothing more we can do for you. Amen. Can you imagine that, Terry? No. That's what put fear in me when I was a lost boy. I didn't want to die with no hope of anything could be done for me. We got the great physician who died on the cross. He can revive your soul tonight. And you can be ready to go to heaven. It's your choice. It's your choice. It's free will. But your free will is going to end. Sometimes, you know, I... I don't know what gets in people's way. Pride. Pride's a big one in the Bible. There's a lot of things to get people in the way. But listen, it's going, your choice is about to end yeah. if you die. It's about to end. It isn't going to work out. It's not going to pan itself out. Wow. We're not going to die and, and get up and God's going to go through the list. There's a resurrection of the just and the unjust. That's no, there's no gray area in between there. You get up in Jesus or you don't get up in Jesus. Where a tree falls, that's where it will be. You're not going to get saved after death. There's not going to be some miracle that happens after death. The miracle needs to happen tonight. It needs to happen tonight. Or you're not going to make it. Listen, you might, you might argue with the church. You might argue with the preacher. You might have a thousand thoughts. But what about, and Apostle Paul, who used to be Saul, was told the same thing. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks, he said. That's what it should be for you. It should be hard for you to kick against that and say no to Jesus. But when he calls you and you don't come, you are saying no. And there won't be no chance for yes if you die that way. There won't be no chance for yes after death as they sing. Brother Terry, you got anything in your heart? He stood in the gap for us. He's made a way. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He says, except you come by me, you're like a thief in the rock you come some other way. He's the only way you can come tonight. This, I like to put it this way. This is the only way you can come. That's how I got it. That's how we've all got it. Born again believers. Not just believers. The devils believe and also tremble. There's a lot of raised believers in religious works. The Sadducees, the Pharisees, they were the largest religious groups in the Bible. And Jesus had to contend with them. It's hard for people that are righteous in their own eyes to get saved. Nicodemus was that way. Apostle Paul, he was that way. It took an experience. It took a pricking of their heart. Nicodemus was torn up. Apostle Paul, he saw Stephen stone. I think that bothered him at the start. And then on the way to road, down the road to Damascus, he had a great light shine loud about him. And he said, who is 
please come. Please obey the Lord. Come as God's calling. That's powerful preaching. Heaven sent preaching. Obey the Lord. message for the gospel preached in power and right to the point and, and seemed like to me it's just so clearly understood the way that God gave it to Donnie to preach that tonight and I thank the Lord and I believe there's somebody here that God's calling uh, wanting you to come and pray uh, if you're lost you need to come pray and ask God to save you if you've been saved and you're not where you need to be with the Lord you need to think about all that Jesus did for you and God did for you you need to appreciate it enough. If you're not where you're supposed to be, uh, make a move by faith and, and approach God. He said, draw nine to me and I'll draw nine to you. And so uh, God's a great loving and forgiving God. And, and he's, so, he's so generous and he's so gentle. But yet God, uh, he can be a God of wrath. But when God's calling and that opportunity's present, and that, Brother Donnie preached about that opportunity. And, of course, we know the phrase, and I quote it a lot, Choose ye this day whom ye will serve. It's your choice. God doesn't make you come to him, but he opens up that uh, bridge that Brother Donnie was preaching about, and he calls, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, God speaks to people's hearts. Uh, it's your choice. It's your move. It's your opportunity. And so I'm going to ask them uh, to sing another song in just a minute. But I want to say this. If you're lost, if you're out of fellowship with God, if you just got something troubling your heart, and... If you're here and uh, you know you're saved and God's wanting you to join this church, the doors is open. But I believe there's a number of things that could happen tonight. But let's do this. Let's every person obey the Lord exactly with what God wants while we sing this song. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Let God have his way. Just be willing to come. Say, okay, God, it's yours. I'm going to do it your way, God. I'm going to put my thoughts behind. Whatever you want, God, I'm going to do it your way. You can't go wrong doing it God's way. God's never failed. He's never let you down. He's never been wrong. Never been mean. Please come. Please come. Seek you the Lord while they may be found. Call ye upon him while he's near. That's along the line of what Brother Donnie's just preached to us. Listen, if you feel like coming and praying, and you come and pray, and you get through praying, if you don't want to say anything, if you want to get up and go back to your seat, that's up to you. You can do that. But do something. One step at a time. One move at a time. Obey the Lord.
the meeting, the singing, the preaching, everything. I just, I appreciate it so much. The Lord's here in a great, powerful way. I've gone as far as my impressions leave me. I'm still willing to do something else. I'm not in a hurry. And if somebody else has got something God's give you to do, I sure plenty of time for that. But I don't know what else to do. You got anything else? Okay. And I want to say again, I appreciate the message, appreciate this preacher, and I appreciate all these preachers here. I've done said that. I thank God for each one of them, and thank God for them being here with us. And uh, I, want to, I want them all to know that uh, I want them to come back and uh, uh, preach for us in due time. Every one of you is welcome. Okay. Anything else? Really pray for our services. Pray for Wednesday night. Pray for Sunday morning. Pray for Sunday night. Pray for those services. And pray uh, that people will follow the Lord. Pray that God will speak to people. And then, of course, once God speaks, it's their choice whether they follow him or not. God doesn't make them do that. But uh, anything else? I didn't give a chance for announcements this morning. I just forgot it. Anybody got any announcements tonight? All right. The youth group is coming over to our house. Okay. So they're, you know, they're all welcome. We hope, we hope they can come. All right. Brother Barry said the youth group's coming over to his house tonight, their house tonight, and said everybody's welcome, so remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Be a male meeting tonight when church is over. Brotherhood meeting, mail meeting, out in the fellowship in the fellowship hall. Anything else? Appreciate that. So if you got something you want on the church calendar, write it down out there? Yep. Okay. Okay. Appreciate that. Appreciate that work. Anything else? All right. If not, uh, we'll ask uh, Brother Fred to pray a dismissal prayer.